Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast, Student Athletes, The Balance of School versus Play. I'm your host, Cameron Foster, and today I'll be talking about the balance that student athletes have to face versus academics that normal students have to face. The legendary football coach, Vince Lombardi, once said that the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. This quote is great for describing student athletes because it shows the players must go through the trials of school, practice, meetings, and homework before they can step on the field and be successful. This role encompasses one of America's favorite pastimes in sports and one of its most important pillars in education. To create an exciting but stressful role in the youth of America, this is where the student-athletes are born. While the student-athletes in general are held to a high standard compared to high school, I wanted to focus in on college football players because of my prior experience playing the sport. The research question that I'm going to be discussing throughout the podcast episode is how does the rigorous schedule of a college football athlete impact their success as a student scholar, and then discussing the data and research around the topic. The reason I selected this topic is because of how much I love playing and watching football, and to help future student athletes gather a clear picture of what college will be like and what is expected from them. I started playing sports at such a young age and these sports included football, wrestling, and rugby, but football was always my favorite by far. I continued to play through middle school and high school and got to experience the student-athlete aspect in a much broader level compared to college. I went to Rocky Mountain High School in Meridian, Idaho, and was uh, focused around sports. During the football season, we would have weightlifting at 6 a.m. before school, then we would go to school for around 5 to 6 hours, and have a film meeting at lunch every day. And then finally after school, we would have a two-hour practice. On average, we would get home around 6 p.m. and then have the rest of the night to finish our homework. While this is on a similar schedule that many college football programs use, high school practices and film sessions are much easier, and the schoolwork at the university level will be much more difficult. By the end of my senior year, I had committed to play football at the College of Idaho. I got there in the fall semester for my freshman year of college, and the workload for the schoolwork and the practices just didn't emerge for me. I was trying to earn good grades, so I stopped playing football and decided to focus on my education instead. Sharing my experiences on the podcast episode will make it more relatable so that future student-athletes can have a different perspective and gather more details on going into the future. While researching my topic and looking for data and facts, This will help me with my research question. I came across a couple of interesting ones. According to Jasmine Harris, she proclaims that Division I football athletes spend around three times as many hours on athletics than they do on academics. This breaks down around 25 hours a week to eight hours, which is leading many student athletes to underperform in school compared to their peers. Jake Novak writes in his article about the unequal treatment of normal students versus student athletes. He states that the players are at a disadvantage in the class choices and schedules due to the large amount of time that has to be dedicated to their profession. This is leaving many large schools in a predicament having to switch around class schedules to fit the players' needs. Linda Emma writes in her article about how important college athletics are to their university. The main contributor to the school's finances are these athletic programs bringing in profit from the athletes. An example that Linda gives is the 2008 athletic department released from University of Alabama that indicates they earned $125 million 
just in football profits alone. These major sport programs drive a large part of the university's enrollment and have a massive impact on the school's brand and national recognition. The final piece of interesting research that I found was that high academic stress has been linked to illness and injury throughout college football players. A research study at the University of Missouri has concluded that the chances of injury are increased for players during a hard and stress-filled academic stretches. The study states that football players were 3.19 times more likely to suffer an injury during times such as midterms and finals throughout the school year. For my two interviews, I'll be talking to two of my closest friends from high school and their experiences with college football. For my first interview, I'll be interviewing Braden Bell. He plays football at the College of Idaho, which is at the NAIA division level. The first question I asked him was, during football season, how many hours per day do you spend on football compared to academics? He answered, quote, on a heavy day during football season, we have around five and a half hours of football, ranging from lifting and film to practice. For school, there is usually four one-hour classes throughout the day and at least two to three hours of homework per day. On average, we will consist of around seven hours of schoolwork in total. The second question I asked was, have you ever had to miss a test or class because of football, and is it hard to catch up? He answered, quote, I have had to miss classes and tests for games, but never for practices or meetings. The only time I've ever had to miss is when we were traveling to a game. A lot is independent on the professor for how do you make up the work, but the school does have a policy that the professors have to understand school-sanctioned absences. I have had professors try and ignore that policy and take points off of my assignments, but you can contact the school and get those points back. For the third question was, do you feel like when you are in a, under high amounts of stress from school and football that there is a higher chance that you will get hurt? He answered, quote, during the season, there is a high amount of stress that is hard to handle. I would say there is a higher chance of getting hurt because of this, but it has not happened to me. This combined with the lack of sleep can cause dumb mistakes such as not paying attention and rolling your ankle in practice. Outside of injuries, I do feel like myself and my teammates have gotten sick due to the high amounts of stress. Illness is a very common thing throughout our season, and these are most likely due to the two factors I listed. The last question I asked them was, do you think there is a stigma at your school that student-athletes, such as football players, have it easy, and why? He answered, quote, I feel like there is a stigma from a very small percentage of students and professors. I've definitely heard people on campus talking about athletes, but the majority of CFI students are athletes, too. We all understand each other's struggles from sports and school and how difficult it is to balance the workload. The support for athletes outweigh the ridicule, but there is definitely a small amount of stigma around campus. To sum up this interview with Braden Bell, I believe that he has brought up a new point that I haven't thought about before in comparing him and my later interview, Keegan Freeborn, and it shows a much clearer difference in the academic stress that occurred at each level of play. It shows that a school like College of Idaho academics are a little bit more difficult because it's a private school compared to a Boise State University where it's a public school. This ties back into my original point that because it is showing the disparities in between college football players, which is leading to difficulties balancing both of these professions at once. Next, my second interview was with Keegan Freeborn. He plays football at the Boise State University, which is a Division I program. 
I asked him the same four set of questions. The first one was, during football season, how many hours per day do you spend on college football compared to academics? He answered, quote, during the season, I spend about as much time at practice and meetings for football than I do for academics and studying and homework. I would lean to say I spend a little bit more time on academics because of how stressful it can be. For the second question, have you ever had to miss a test or class because of football, and is it hard to catch up? He answered, quote, I've definitely missed classes and tests because of traveling to games during the season, but it is very easy to catch up. The majority of professors are very understanding, and if you communicate with them during the season, they will make the workload very easy for you to catch up on. The third question of do you feel like when you were under high amounts of stress from school and football that there's a higher chance that you will get hurt? He answered, quote, I think the stress can cause a lot of things in life, but I cannot say that this has caused injury for me personally. Some people throughout the program have definitely experienced this, and with the added distraction that it brings, I can see how it can cause injuries. Finally, for the last question, do you think there is a stigma your school for student-athletes as football players, and why? He answered, quote, There is definitely a stigma throughout the university. I think that is because a lot of people have seen TV shows and stories about us getting special treatment, but that is just not the case. All of us have to follow the NCAA rules that literally say that we have to follow everything that a normal student does and can't have anything that they can't have. We have to do everything the same as normal students, and participate in our sports at a high level on top of that. To sum up my Egan interview with Keegan Freeborn, I believe that my friend and partner for a long time has believed that his college football experience has made him better in life. The answers he gave bring back the point of original research question that I had and shows that there is a correlation in between how much time you dedicate to athletics and success you have in the classroom. Due to this and the added stress that a normal student wouldn't have, it makes it a lot harder for college football players. In conclusion, to be a successful player and student athlete, you have to be, have a strong love for the game and a strong passion for excelling in the classroom. Without this and the passion to be a student, you won't set yourself up later in life after sports end. I talk about the data and research that goes into explaining the excess stress and struggles that college football athletes face compared to the normal academic students. While I don't play the sport of football anymore, my passion is still strong, and I want to bring the younger generation's knowledge to, that will allow them to be more successful in the end. If you look back at the college football experience that I had and that many others have, you'll remember the difficulties and hardships that you faced, but those will be overdid by the lifetime experiences that you made with coaches, teammates, and friends through the passion and camaraderie and the common goal to achieve greatness. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Student Athletes, and have a great rest of your day.